Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Everybody, welcome back to some nondescript episode of Ready Player Two. We're not really sure anymore what the fuck the numbering is, so we're just going to stick with, uh, I don't know, it's like 40-something. Mid-40s somewhere. Um, this week it's all gone oh, a little Richard's bit... age. Yeah, no, shush, shush, shush. I'm nowhere near mid-40s. How old do you guys think I am? You, shush. So, you uh... Answer that. Okay, you've given it away, shush. You've given it away, she's not L. Um, so, this week, uh, as you may have heard, we've given away one of our super special guests already. Um, L is not here. In a planned um, death, L has thrown herself off the bridge. So we no longer have an L, uh, but I hear she's going to be alright next week, uh, so she'll be back. This week, instead of L, uh, we have Katie Stubbs. Say hello, Katie. I better not be accused of that now. What, throwing L off a bridge? Yeah, because I'm I'd here like to, all yeah. the time. No, I'd like to point out it, this was like prearranged. This wasn't like, what, you know... We pre-arranged for Katie to push Elle off a bridge? <laughs> nothing is going to hold up in court if you keep to, talking like that. To be fair, we we did then accuse Ross of rampaging through Japan when he was off one episode. Yeah, but we still have exclusive inside, uh, evidence that he wasn't doing that. <laughs> so I, I He was we, off clubbing seals. Yeah, exactly. I think I can get all of that. Uh, and, and also this week, um, in a strange turn of events, Ross is also off clubbing seals. So uh, in his place, we have had a, a last-minute standing, Mr. Irregular Dave. Irregular Dave is all the way from YouTube. You, you probably know him. He's just Dave. Say hello. Yeah, just just Dave. Hello. Just Dave. I was uh, I was picked up about 20 minutes ago when Louis posted on Facebook. Like, Dave, you're busy. That's oh normal Saturday God. night for you, isn't it? I don't think <laughs> somebody <laughs> posts on Facebook and you're like, fuck it, I'm coming around to your house. <laughs> Job done. And as you've heard, sarcastic as ever, we've got Mr. Lewis. Hello. Hello. Are we all? How are we all doing? Are we all pumped up? Are we all feeling yeah. tonight? Woo! I'm, I'm moderately pumped. pumped. Moderately pumped. Should we take a quick I'm, break? I'm a sensible amount of pump. A, sent, a, a moderate quantity of pump. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumping responsibly right <laughs> now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would you, do you want to mute your microphone and pump a bit more vigorously, and then you can come back in? No, it's no, I, it's not a very good microphone anyway. Oh, okay, fine. Obviously, I've got a headset. <laughs> I can pump with both hands. Wait, what are we talking about again? Uh, so, how's everybody this week? Have we been playing lots of games, lots of fun things? Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Just, no. Um, no. Welcome to the party. <laughs> thanks, thanks. I hurt my hands, so it's been really hard to play games. You've done what to your hands? I've hurt my hands. I cut it with a kitchen knife, so I've been like watching more games than I've been playing. It's not over, like overly pumping. I thought that was maybe like a pumping-related injury. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm, resi- I'm, I've got plus fifty resist against pumping damage now. So, 
What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a Magic the Gathering term because when you pump your spells and stuff, was that not like moderately nerdy enough? No, I don't. Yeah, I mean that's possibly got you out of it a little bit because I think maybe we're descending into the wrongness already, but uh, we, that's probably, <laughs> probably brought us back out. All right, uh, we're going to launch into a couple of things, but first. Um, Ever so briefly, because I know you probably haven't got anything planned, uh, definitely not Dave, because he's here with about 15 seconds notice. Um, if you guys, Katie and Dave, would like to give us just a brief history of your gaming life, the console or platform that you started on, and maybe a couple of smattering, just a little sprinkling of your favourite games of all time. I'm going to start with Katie, because she's had a little bit longer to plan this. Uh, <laughs> There's a sigh at the beginning, that's always a good sigh. But she didn't. <laughs> uh... Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before, before you kick, kick, kick off into this, let's hear your pterodactyl, pterodactyl screech. Because I... Uh... <laughs> whoa, 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 you must have had one prepared. Come on, do it, do it again. <laughs> right, okay, fine. Lewis, Lewis, you are the honorary pterodactyl for this week. Okay, that sounded a little bit more like a spectrum loading a game, but never mind. Um, right, Katie, do you want to give us your brief, your brief history of your gaming? Uh, well, I've I re- I got into gaming probably properly. I will say probably uh, probably about five years ago. Actually, not that long ago. When I was like a kid, I always played like Nintendo games. Like when I came home from school, like every so often. But I guess that's super, Dave. Over to you. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that's that was rude of me. Carry that was on. incredibly rude, Lewis, and, and utterly out of character for you. Uh. Because my brother wanted to get rid of it, and I was like, "Oh, I'll take it." And I just like, I just, and that's when it all started. Like, I bought my, the, the first Mass Effect. Actually, was the was the game that I like really, really fell in love with, like really quickly. And that's it. All came, all came on month from there. If anything's gonna slap you, like, uh, ease you into gaming, just Mass came, Effect is gonna do came that. Came in every second after that. So it was mainly the Xbox 360. I know that's probably lame. That's probably lame. Basically, but because yours, yours is probably like, I don't, yours is probably way older. I don't know. Wait, what? Where's this? Thanks for that. Is that rich? It's true. Very sorry. How was it playing computer games on the first ever computers? <laughs> like, well, for starters, we had to have an entire house filled with banks of tapes spinning. Yeah, and the number of freons in that place to keep everything cool was unbelievable. Oh, so that's why you... All oh, right, okay. Yeah, and when we got computer bugs, we went in there with a fly swat. Uh, so, right, is that is that uh, Katie's history of gaming? So you started with... You, your big loving gaming was Mass Effect, and you kicked off with... Mass Effect, yes. But now I've remembered, I always like... Because it's embarrassing. Like, when I was, like, in primary school, I wasn't allowed to play games on on the uh, on the weekdays, on school days. Oh, I no! I, I wasn't allowed... So it was like Fridays was the main day for me. You know, I would play probably quite a few games for a little, like quite quite a while, because I was like, I, I was only allowed to obviously play on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then a whole week, like I couldn't play any games. So I was like, and the main game I probably did play when I was that young was probably was probably The Sims. It probably was Sims. The Sims. And I did, and we were just talking about that, and I did, I, I'd like, I mostly just killed them. Just killed me continuously. That's what came to You see, right, disturbed. Yeah, I'm a bit now, right? So you've come on the podcast so far. We've we've discerned that you're a sadist. You've been playing games for about 15 minutes, and you think that I'm old. I'm not entirely sure that we're going to get on that well. 
If we if I hadn't played games with you previously, then I'd be a little bit worried right now. Jeez. All right, Dave. Have you got? Have you managed to formulate into that uh, into that little gap a brief gaming history for yourself? No, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make it, up it anyway. Along. That's what we do. Um, my first <laughs> console was a Sega Mega Drive, I think. See, that's it. Way that's harking. Back. That's harking a little bit further back into my era. That's what I well, meant. just a little bit. That's what I meant. <laughs> like, so, the earliest game that I remember playing is I was playing Earthworm Jim, and I remember my sister stealing the controller off me on the continue screen, and I remember weeping uncontrollably because I she wouldn't let me click continue. And I was like, no, Earthworm Jim's gone, die! Let me click continue. This game's hard as balls. What? And then it just. And then this I, is going to be a podcast of ruined childhoods. <laughs> After that, um, I remember actually enjoying Bubsy 3D as a child, probably because it was one of the, like, the two or three PS1 games I had. And then I saw it again recently. I was like, ugh. <laughs> oh, what was this? Yeah, it's like an old there's, there's, there's rose-tinted like goggles of the past but jesus christ yeah this game looks awful yeah exactly it's like a from there i just had back in the back in secondary school and then you meet her 10 or 15 years later and just like oh, 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 i got out when the game was good <laughs> <laughs> yeah bubsy 3d was my girlfriend <laughs> yeah that um, was <laughs> and then it, it was it was bubsy 3d crash bandicoot and the die hard trilogy which is still one of my favorite crash games Bandicoot. oh yes oh yes i used to love crash bandicoot and crash team racing I used to love those and games. I remember crying when I got a PS2 because I was so happy. You did a lot of crying Since in your gaming they're... history, didn't you? Uh, mostly, yeah. Thankfully, it doesn't like get onto YouTube that much. But... It's a tra- it's a bit of a trend. I'm a, I'm a little bit worried. So Katie was oppressed; she wasn't allowed to play games during the week. Uh, <laughs> your your sister tormented you, and parents emotionally blemished you by buying you consoles. Which, if you're going to emotionally stunt one of your kids, doing it in that kind of way is actually okay. I think by buying them. I, I, I grew up once I got a PC because I remember getting Delta Force and I thought I was the fucking dog's bollocks because I'd always go uh, MVP against people who I assumed were like between the ages of 16 and 40. And I was like 12. <laughs> like, yeah, assume? who's bullying who now? Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> there was always an elitist era with that as well, because if you were a PC gamer, there was always this, this kind of hardcore of games that you could play and console gamers couldn't. So you, would, you were like Delta Force was a perfect example of that, where you could play this game and, and console gamers were looking on in envy. And then the PlayStation came out and it all went horribly tits up. <sighs> that's, me, that's me probably now. Like I, I, I'm looking at all the PC games like, that are coming out, like on Steam and stuff now, and I'm like, oh, I need a PC. Yeah, well, the indie gaming scene is getting a lot better on consoles nowadays, so I think yeah. that, that gap is probably going to be tightening up. But I think if you want early access games and if you want to get involved in stuff a long time before it actually comes out, then PC is definitely where, it, where it's at. I think PC gamers will always have that... Yeah, PC gamers will always have that cherished early access fever when it comes to this kind of thing, whereas <coughs> console gamers yeah. expect hey, shit it. to be finished. Yeah, I can't do early access anymore. It it drives me up the wall. Oh, I why? If I get an early access game, I'll actually get bored of it before the full release. I'm like, oh, Dave, they've added all these things. I'm like, yeah, but that's the same. That's anymore. the same reason that I don't play betas, and specifically, I don't play betas of MMOs because MMO betas are a con. They're, the whole point in them is to try and try and hook you into the game in lieu of a free trial. But fuck you. Don't you try and hook me into the game while you're also stress testing it, you fuck. Because 
Because then oh, all that's going to happen is I'm going to get dropped off the server every two seconds. Nobody's going to be able to log on. Everybody's going to be hacking. And then I'm just going to get pissed off and never want to play it again. Just bring out a free trial, you lazy bastards. I've had to give up on MMOs anyway because I've got a very addictive personality. And uh, my RuneScape days was a dark, dark period in my life. Yeah, oh. I, I did a similar thing. Following WoW, I took up heroin. It's much easier. I, I my my proudest moment was being in the top 100 fishermen in uh, in RuneScape back in the day. The top 100 fishermen. Really? Yeah, catching See? sharks all day, selling them for gold. CKT, this is life, yo. That now actually saying that, I can't really talk because I spent literally the entire time I was playing Final Fantasy 11 fishing. I I think I left the town once, got killed, lost everything, uh, and then just stayed in the town for the next probably four or five weeks fishing. I couldn't tell yeah, you. I the never went to the wilderness in RuneScape. It scared me. <laughs> MMOs are scary places. I think we all need to settle down and just get a day job. Yeah, what, in MMO? day job MMO. Yeah, in an MMO. I'm happy to just be the blacksmith. You know, you know that guy, the guy, the guy in the auction house that just stands there with his arms oh, out. That was me. <laughs> I really don't miss going into into the bank in RuneScape and just seeing banks upon banks of wavy yellow text saying bank sale. See, I used to, uh, see, getting really geeky, when I used to play Lord of the Rings Online, if you got a, an instrument in that game, you could actually play it. Like, you could push keys on your keyboard and actually play notes on the instrument. So I used to go to the tavern with my bard and play my lute. <laughs> I got, How much money did you make? Uh, no, I got booed out of that tavern so many times, it was unbelievable. Like, people kept putting me on mute. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, I think we've all been traumatised for one podcast. What was that? I... I wasn't listening. I'll put you on mute. Oh, do you know what? Do you know what, Lewis? Fine. For that, you can tell us what you've been doing this week first. I have been... I played and finished Tomb Raider in about two days. I take it this is a new one? Yeah, yeah, the new one. Is this the first time you played it? Uh, Yeah, I played a little bit on the PC uh, not long after it came out because it was on some sort of like... It was up for three quid on Steam. Uh, and then it just absolutely killed my laptop. So I was like, mm. it cropped up on the PS Plus. It's been in store for ages. I was like, oh, I'll give it a go. And I actually got really drawn into it. It's a pretty good game. Uh, the main issue for me is there's not enough doom reading. Uh, yeah, I had. I was all right with that. I didn't have a problem with it. I love the game. I thought as reboots go, it's an absolutely it was um, an amazing way of rebooting a series, which for me was just fucking mm. dead. What's that gone. game of the year when it came out? Just wondering. I swear. No, I think I might have seen a game of the year play. edition, but I can't remember to be honest. There's a definitive edition. I know. Yeah, that's the next gen PS, one. Yeah, PS4. To be fair, game of the year means very little nowadays because they're they're just the game of the year title is just handed out willy nilly to any fucking game series that it's yeah, just a, who a determines name... game of the year just have interest any old prick each like <laughs> yeah, each magazine or website has their own yeah so we could get our own game of the year edition for something Some for bollocks. a game yeah and we could just, just pick go the worst game you can possibly find and we'll give it game of the year so yeah they can put it on the box ready to play, awesome. yeah. <laughs> play two game of the year blame them pricks um. Yeah. So, game of the year has very little meaning to me. Um. Yeah, uh, it was good. There are bits of it that kind of made me wonder, 
like, well, why have they introduced this now? Why didn't they introduce it like 20 minutes or two hours ago, rather? Um, so, like, destructible environments, kind of introducing it halfway through the game. I guess it's supposed to build you up because she's not supposed to be like completely, totally super nails right at the beginning of the game. Doing no, no, not at all. And, no, not at all. And you can definitely feel the progression of her. Um, as she, as she's going through the game, I'd like to feel the progression of her. <laughs> Wait, what were we doing? <laughs> um, from the scared, the scared little girl to um, the as they called her, the the true survivor. Yeah, um, yeah, it was really good. So when she's um, at the start of the game, she's like, "Oh God, oh God," and there's this constant running dialogue as if she is actually a scared girl, a little girl that is that that's how she was behaving yeah and as she, progresses, she becomes more confident and sort of finds her feet as it were so um, heavily psychopathic i think by the end of the game she's got a real evil streak coming into her by the end of it yeah definitely uh, and i mean at the start of the game she's like oh god i killed someone and it's then by the end of the game, you're just killing bitches left, right, and center. <laughs> it's just like fucking Rambo by the end of the game. Yeah, it's like, motherfucker, meet my bow and arrow. <laughs> Which is all I ever used, incidentally. Yeah. The best weapon in the whole game. The um, the thing that I really loved about that, the voice acting in that game was excellent. And and the atmospherics yeah. and everything were absolutely brilliant. And all the little cutscenes and, uh, well, the set pieces where, say, you're kind of going through a really low-ceilinged area through water and she's just got her face above water. And yeah. you get the splashes on the screen and you can hear her gasping for air and you can hear yeah. people talking outside. It was just, it was really good and it was atmospheric. And I felt that it transitioned very, very well between yeah. those parts of the game and the survival elements of it, the combat, and the, the more traditional kind of climbing around and and stuff yeah it's just it flowed extremely well for me yeah i mean as i said the the tomb raiding bit of the game just it 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 should have shouldn't have been an optional element for you me. reckon no i I, ge- I genuinely think that it should have been an enforced element it's the name of the game for fuck's sake I'd like to see because... a Tomb Raider game that's kind of got an Assassin's Creed style element to it, where you know in the in the later Assassin's Creed style games where you've got um, you've got the ability to send out your assassins to go yeah. on contracts and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd like to see a, a Tomb Raider game where you can spend money to send kind of um, send people that work for you out to gather information about areas and find out where there might be hidden artifacts and tombs and stuff like that, and then build up contacts just like a little mini side game and if they manage to come back with information then you can travel to that area and raid that tomb or whatever it is you need yeah i think that'd be kind of cool yeah i mean the the key thing about the tombs were i missed a couple when i was going through uh because i got caught up in combat or some or part of the story um so when i went back to do them i already had a lot of the equipment to completely negate the point the fact of it being a puzzle so like lighting torches uh one of the ones where you you go to the hunting lodge uh, at the ba- base of the mountain. oh yeah you got to swing those baskets or whatever yeah and different... you've got to swing torches and light yeah. each other or you just fight uh, arrows at them yeah so yeah. by that point i was stood on the ground lit all the torches um and it was fine 
Well, now, saying that, I would have been pissed off if the game didn't let you do that. I would have been pissed off if I'd have had to do those stupid fucking baskets, yet I had a flame-throwing fucking bow and arrow. I'd be yeah. like, why can't I just throw this fucking bow at him? Doesn't make any sense. Well, not the bow. That'd be a stupid idea. You need the bow. You hold on to that bit. It's the arrow part that goes flying. Yeah, but my point is, is it makes it less of a puzzle. Yeah, I get the idea. I get the idea. Um, All right. Anyway, we've spoken about that quite enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. My biggest couple... gripe with Tomb Raider, though, is she always keeps finding bits of weapons in the tombs and stuff. Yada yada yada. I can get over that bit. But why doesn't she pick up a fucking jacket? <laughs> Because like yeah. she kills so many dudes, and at one point it's snowing. Yeah. Pick up a coat. Because and there's there's a nuanced part of this that maybe you hadn't picked up on. Boobs. Yeah. That's to be uh, honest. At that temperature, she's probably got nipples that could cut glass. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what she uses them as a weapon. That's. Well, I thing. didn't get that DLC. No. <laughs> oh, I did. Um. No. Yeah. I kind. I do kind of get what you mean. She does change clothes at one point in the game, though, doesn't she? No. No, she no, just gradually gets more back. torn. Yeah. Like Batman. I kept rubbing up against rocks, hoping the stuff would fall off. <laughs> didn't, didn't work. Um, Alright, okay, let's um, talk about Tomb Raider. What else have you been playing this week? I traded in a load of games, and I picked up Last of Us, Wolfenstein, and GTA Five again on the PS3. Right. The Last of Us, it's... It's okay. I, I'm not... It's okay? Yeah, I, know. I was like, oh my god, no. No, keep I, on. I don't know. I'm enjoying it, but it's it's not as mind-blowing how, as everyone's saying. How far have you got into it? Just wondering. Yeah, I, I mean, this is what I'm getting on to. So, I, like, I've not made it, for anyone who's played it, I've not made it through the Capitol building all the way ah. through. Now, uh, Simon Marshall, who's been on the podcast before, uh, said to me on Twitter, look, just carry on with it. Just keep going, persist with it, because once the game opens up, it actually almost changes yeah. the, the type of game that it is. So well, there's one point where it just it picks up and it doesn't kind of stop, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that, um, you can mark that point. You know the older woman. Yeah. Is she still with you? Yeah. Right. You can mark the point in the game where it picks up, where she where she fucks off. Yeah, I I can already see that um, coming. So. Um, yeah, as I said, I'm going to carry on with it. I've still got probably a, a week off um, on holiday, so I'll, I'll carry on, give it another go. Um, I'm enjoying it more than I did the first time I tried it, so um, yeah, it's all right. I will admit that, like, if you're, it was when I played it for the first time. It's like it's, it's. I guess you could call it the tutorial section where you're lifting yeah. ladders and placing them, and then you know you got. I guess you got to kill a few infected. Like that part, I felt for a tutorial scene, it, it was a little bit boring the first time around. Yeah, so, so I, know, I know what you mean. I got the impression that 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 whole part of the game was actually considerably shorter originally, and somebody later on in the development said, actually, I think we need to spend a bit more time on that tutorial section because it's not lengthy enough, it doesn't explain everything. So they artificially extended it because I felt that there was a few bits in there that were bolted on that didn't feel like they were part of the continuity of the rest of the game. Yeah. So I wonder whether that happened. There you go. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, Wolfenstein. Uh, again, it's another one of these games that people say just stick with it. It gets better. Um, I don't... Again, it's not bad, but I just don't feel the urge to go back and play it. Is this New Order? Yeah. Right, okay. Um, 
it looks very nice. It handles very well. It's, um, yeah, it, it's okay. I started it when I was pretty shit faced, so <laughs> I had to go back and start it again. Like all good relationships. Yeah. yeah. Um, and GTA five. Now we've spoken about this previously, or you've spoken about how horrifyingly buggy it is. Yep. And now I see what you mean. Right. I didn't On understand PS3, why nobody it's got this. Horrible. It's terrible. Is it still um, no better now than it was when I was playing it? Well, I don't know because I I hadn't played it from when you played it, but it's um, the PS3 version, I take it. Yeah. Um. And yeah. It, on the on the 360, it was fine, but on the PS3, like there's just bits where the whole map just goes like all the textures disappear. Yeah, it just goes shit loopy, man. Yeah, it's like disappearing and, cars. There's helicopters with no rotors. It's a fucking crazy world. It's like, like acid the, trip. Yeah. The first heist. Um when you switch over to Michael and you're driving the truck through the river yeah. bit, um, for a lengthy period or a lengthy section of that, I ended up with a police car stuck under the back wheels of the truck. So like the truck was ragdolling everywhere <laughs> and it was just pretty mad. So I, I see a, what you mean about it. I had a merry old time with that in multiplayer and it, I found that it was much less buggy in multiplayer than it was in single player. But really? yeah, yeah, it was it was an entertaining game in multiplayer. The, my problem was I wanted to talk to people and on the PlayStation, that's not something that you get. Not a lot of people have got microphones on the PlayStation. So I was there kind of wanting to interact with people and wanting to team up with people and do kind of joint heists and stuff. And I could yeah. because nobody was talking. And every time I met anybody, they either tried to run me over or shoot me in the face. Yeah, so people are very to be honest, having played it on the Xbox 360, the lack of communication is probably a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> having played anything on the Xbox 360, lack of communication is a blessing. I Apparently I, the whole entire GTA community has fucked my mother, so... Really? I, did, I didn't yeah, even know that was a feature in the game, but... <laughs> no, is it like up, down, left, right, A, and like woggle both the woggle sticks? Maybe. Could be. I, I, like, well, I wouldn't cost... try that myself if that was the code, well, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know, you don't want to try it just on the off chance. Is it like the hot coffee mod in the previous oh, game? Oh, God. Is that, yeah, but it's like, like lukewarm, <laughs> lukewarm uh, mocha. dish water. Uh, nasty. Tepid puddle water. Tepid puddle. No, I don't think we need to be saying these kinds of things about his mom, do we? Oh, are we talking about Dave's mom? <laughs> uh, oh, my word. What are you talking about? Yeah. This week's podcast, This Stranger's Mother. <laughs> Oh my god! Last cool. time, I'm Ready Player Two. You fucked my mom. Um, so the I don't know why I did that. Nobody's got an American accent. So um, and neither do I apparently. So yeah, GTA Five. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good game. I wish it was on the PC. That was my. That was what I came away it's from that with. Coming to the PC, isn't it? Yeah, but that's, that doesn't fucking count, Katie. That doesn't count. Coming to the PC. Yeah, it's is the same <laughs> thing. It's the same count. thing as saying. Yeah, it's just it's the same thing as saying. You know, cancer's all right because we'll cure it eventually. That's that's not that doesn't Fucking hell. you know you've got to bring you've got to bring these games out on PC in the first place. Alienating us is just not the right way of doing it because you're just going to make shit games on a platform and nobody's going to talk or they're going to be fucking other people. Is this mom. why you're so angry? Because I'm you're angry alienated. a lot. Yeah, I do. I get angry, I get alienated and and then angry. No, to be fair, they've only just announced. Well, just in the last month or so, announced that Red Dead Redemption is coming out on the PC. Oh wow, that's when fresh. When did they announce that? That's a fresh IP. Uh, maybe I dreamt that. 
think you drank that. <laughs> Maybe I'm making that up. All that alcohol. All that alcohol. There you go. Ready Player Two, the very finest in news that's entirely fictional. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 90 percent sure. I made that, you made that up. You made that up. Okay, excellent. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, oh, no, I made that up. Okay, excellent. So, any of the games that you've been playing this week? Uh, yeah, I did. One of the, the wiki chaps on Twitter sent me a load of PS2 games. Predominantly, the Silent Hill series from Silent, One through, uh, Silent Hill 1 through to Silent Hill 4. Right. And he also sent me time splitters two on the xbox three uh not on the xbox even though i can't play it at the moment and what was the other one oh forbidden siren oh forbidden siren is possibly one of the you know how horrified i was with the puppeteer yeah how much i disliked it i dislike Forbidden Siren, even more. <laughs> I, is, I is that the one with the with the guy who puts you in like a bath and puts like acid on you and stuff? I think that might have been a dream as well. <laughs> no, there's this there's this, there's, this, there's this horror game that I saw and I saw like a five minute clip, and it was this guy that comes in, and he's got like one of those um, things that you spray in insecticide on on weeds with. A hose. And he like I didn't get throws that you in a barrel and fills it with acid. It looks horrifying. I and I don't get on with horror anyway. Um, to be fair, I didn't find it at all scary. The, my main issue with it, well, issues, the absolutely shit awful voice acting, English voice acting, and the inability to change it to Japanese, because it's a Japanese game, to change it to Japanese voice acting with subtitles. Um, because the voice acting, English voice acting, is just so awful. Imagine, like, amateur dramatics reenacting, like, I don't know. <laughs> one of, Avatar. No, not even, <laughs> like, the Silent Hill film. Okay. But it was directed by Joe Pasquale. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Or you, Bol. Let's go all the way. It, it's just... the Oh, it's horrible. And this is my main issue with it, is the, the control system. Now, I can deal with press this to do this, to do a very kind of... Like, you need to open a menu to be able to do something. Now, if it takes me four, five times to have to open a menu just to get in and start a car, <laughs> there's something seriously fucking wrong with the controls. No, this is the PlayStation. This is original. How, how many original PlayStation games did you play? Uh, a fair few. Because this is uh, like... This is on, but this is on the PS2. Oh, right, true. Well, you're describing Silent Hill here as well. Terrible voice acting, really poor controls. It's the same game. But it's it was press triangle to get out keys. Press triangle to put keys in the lock. Press <laughs> triangle to undo the lock. Press triangle to open the door. Press triangle to sit down in the car. Press triangle to put the keys in the ignition. Press triangle to turn the ignition on. <laughs> It's like, uh, press triangle to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's just 
I've Didn't never pressed triangle so much in my life. <laughs> Yay! One, I could do that with one button. <laughs> in fact, I could mug someone and drag them out of their car. Yeah, with and one button. With one GTA button. Like that. No, you <laughs> said I can trump that. In Watch Dogs, you can hack 14 people, steal all their money, and have sex with their mum with one button. At range. Exactly! Alright, this is what we're talking about a PS2 game and a PS3 or next gen. Or yeah, but they've still got the same number of buttons, you know? Yeah, but it... Oh. <laughs> okay, right, fine. So we've, 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 we've gotten on to the fact that you didn't like that. Did, what was the other one that you played? Did you play Silent Hill? Because I can imagine uh, to be... No, I haven't, no, I haven't played Silent Hill yet. Oh, uh, I've not gone around to it. Um, I've not gotten around to it. Does that loosely translate into I'm shit scared? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> I don't think you'll be that be scared fair, of Silent I Hill was, 1. I was pretty um, pissed off by the time that I'd finished. Uh, well, not I'd finished. By the time I'd switched off Forbidden Siren. So, right, this is a horror game that even Elle said isn't scary. She just said it's shit. Elle doesn't, Elle doesn't think anything's scary, though. If I turned up in Elle's well, room in the middle of the night and stabbed her in both of the arms, she'd be like, weak. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen it before. But, yeah, it, it's just shit. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> is that everything? Because you've been doing a lot this week, man. Um... <laughs> In building Lego as well. In building. But... Okay. Okay. This is your this is your incredible ex- incredibly expensive Star Wars Lego figure. Uh, no, that one was pretty cheap. I bought that from Sainsbury's, but I oh, went okay. to the, the Lego shop and spent a, a fair amount of money. So because it was my this birthday. This podcast yeah. is not sponsored by Sainsbury's. No, no, it's, not, it's definitely this podcast isn't sponsored by anybody. We're nowhere near no. that big. Um, the uh, I would buy Lego, only it my kids would like choke and die on them. And I have a big enough problem walking around the house with Duplo and other large objects on the floor. Like, sometimes I cross my entire living room without actually touching floor. It's just pain the entire way, because I'm, tr- I'm treading on toys. Lego would just be like caltrops all over my floor. <laughs> it, would just not be, it would not work out well. And at least two of them will probably choke and die, which some people might say is a benefit, but the paperwork would be horrific. Um, right, okay. Katie, what have you been playing this week? Have you been playing anything interesting? Uh, I actually... Because I bought... A PS4 recent what? Well, it was recently. It was probably about two weeks ago now. You're fresh. You're you're still are you still kind of in the PS4 virgin stage, or is the honeymoon over? Well, there's not many games to play, to be honest. <laughs> is that still true? There's, there's not there's not true a whole the One of games. Wow. With both next gen consoles are still they're all being delayed at the moment. Right. Okay. But anyway, I've been playing. I tried out Watch Dogs, and oh. uh, I'm I'm fifty fifty with it at at the moment. Like I haven't finished, well, I haven't finished the main campaign and stuff like that. So I've still got a bit to do, but I'm fifty fifty because like I like I actually like the hacking part of it. Like you know, hacking into people's text messages and phone calls, and like you can get new music off of them, and obviously the money. And cars and stuff like that. Yeah. And I like that part. Like, I'll even, like, when there's, like, a point, like, where you can start the next mission, I'll sometimes walk there and just pack everyone I see. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I I did do that a little bit as well. There's there's lots of funny, like, little, little, like, text messages you can find. And some are, like, quite explicit. I won't get into any (laughs) of some of them. But it's it's quite funny. And then, obviously, when I've hacked all the money... I'm quite lucky there's an ATM right near the mission star, so I just get all the money then straight away. 
That was possibly um, the only part of the game that I actually enjoyed. And it wasn't even the getting the money part of it that I liked. I liked the idea that at some point I might jump into somebody's Snapchat conversation or something like that. I just I, I wanted something yeah. illicit. I wanted some juicy details of something that was going on. But instead, I just kind of got the same monotonous shit that I didn't really care about. And it was always like, oh, my God, that dude, he's like, he's about to kill that other dude. And, and it's yeah. like, oh, look, here's a marker where the dude is. Go stop him from killing the other dude. So you can go and it's stupid. But I am like slightly worried about I'm not going to like that part soon because some of the phone conversations have started repeating themselves. I'm like, have I reached the, the limit of how many phone calls I can listen to? So I'm like a little bit worried about that. Uh, how long have you put into this game so far, do you think? Uh, I'd say maybe about eight, nine hours. So that's, not, I, that's not that long. Yeah, I know it's like it's still it's quite big. It's quite big of a game. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... The, the thing is, after eight or nine hours, are you still finding it fun? Is, is it still entertaining? Uh, yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm 50-50 at the moment. Like, I think when I, fin- when I eventually finish this, I'll be like, I'm going to play that again, like, I don't know, in the next week or so, because I loved it so much. Like, But I'll probably I'll just probably put it on the shelf and I probably won't ever touch it again. Yeah, again, this is how a lot of my relationships end. Um... The, right. You have to deflate them first. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's like, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm running through the dishwasher a couple of times. Um, the... What game are you talking about? Sorry, <laughs> I, I went to get a drink. You zoned out and you, you want this game now, do you suddenly? No, 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 I went to get a drink. All right, we're, we're talking about Watch Dogs and how Katie is kind of 50-50 on this. She's put about 19 hours into it and she's not so, not so sure. Yeah. You and managed I'm... to stick on this a lot, a lot longer than I did. I think I managed about three or four hours before I just got completely Which bored. Cool. Yeah, I do like to try and finish a game all the way to the end, like because it. If I even the game, like I kind of, I'll I'll just hate one really a lot. Like I'll it'll like and if I if I just leave Watch Dogs where it is at the moment, it'll be on my shelf and it'll be like it's looking at me, going continue, (laughs) continue, (laughs) and it'll just antagonise me, and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna. I've been patched and I have DLC. Come hither, (laughs) come hither. No. I, I do have that problem as well, but I, I, for me, games run their course. And I wouldn't ever do this. I wouldn't ever do this with movies, but I do do it with TV shows every now and again. Where I'll be, I'll watch a TV show for a while. I get to like season seven. I'm thinking, I'm not feeling this anymore. This isn't right anymore. So I'll yeah. just go off and start watching it, something else. I, yeah, I do that with TV shows. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. So and you can't compare a game to a movie because the time scale is completely different. I mean, you expect about 20 odd hours out of a out of a game. If somebody brought out a 20 odd hour movie, I'd be like, I ain't watching that. That's ridiculous. So. <laughs> I think it's okay to put them down. I think you kind of have your fill of them and put them down and get rid of them. I do think that there should be a point at which you can say, I don't want this. I do think with DL, like with downloaded games where you've bought something on Xbox Live Marketplace or something, if you've played it for less than 60 minutes or, or some kind of determined amount of time, that you should be able to ask for a refund under the pretense that the game is shit. I've done that once. I have done that once. <laughs> After playing the game for like 5-10 minutes... I just hated it, and it it was um it was called Two Worlds. If anyone's ever played oh, that, God, yeah, I did a similar thing with that. I, I completely. I started hate. no, because I looked, I picked up, and the worst thing is also I bought because I am one of these people that sometimes I do spend like my, I do spend more than I think I should because I bought the it was like a collector's edition, and I'm like I've never and 
yeah, I don't research games before I buy them. So I, do, I do now. I do now. Since I that learned, fateful day. I learnt my lesson because I bought a collector's edition for this game. And the main, one of the main like little review things on the back of the box was it's Oblivion on steroids. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Because I, I love Oblivion to death. So I bought it and I tried it. I turned it on and the menu the menu was okay. <laughs> and that, uh, <laughs> I think and then when I got... should have written the blurbs on the back of the box. Because that would be brilliant. The menu was all right. Two stars. But <laughs> <laughs> when I got into like the, I think it, the cutscene was even all right. The cutscene like looked like an app. Oh, are we going to get a blow by blow of, of what parts of this game were good until it get until it got really bad? <laughs> no. Is that how it's going to work? To be fair, is... I can completely understand where she's coming from because I did the exact same thing with um, oh crap, Arkham Origins. I went out, I bought a special edition, I bought the season pass for it, and I traded it in before the first lot of DLC had even come out for the season pass. <laughs> Go on then, Dave. Have you ever bought something or spent way too much money on something that was absolutely bollocks and you wish you'd never done it? Uh, Yeah. I probably what? have. I have collector's editions that I've bought and been like, I probably didn't need this small fucking coin bag. I think the, the last uh, Assassin's Creed 3 Collector's Edition and Gears of War 3 Collector's Edition, I was like, why the fuck should I buy this? <laughs> oh, I'm chuckling hard because I bought it on the the Xbox 360. Well, no, an ex of mine bought it for me on the uh, 360. I traded it in when we broke up and then I went out and bought it again because it was cheap in HMV on the PS3 just because I am a colossal fucking idiot. <laughs> and I, I, I like the extra like gubbins, so I was chatting to one of the guys from Ubisoft, um, the the field exec guys that do the demos, and I was like, "Is there going to be a special edition for Assassin's Creed Rogue?" It's like, mm, not as far as I'm aware. I, but, but I, I need this a statue. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I'm I'm one of the fucking idiots that went out on release day <coughs> and bought the Buccaneer edition of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So I've got this massive like wooden effect chest with all the Assassin's Creed logos and this statue of Edward Kenway stood on the top of it. Like it doesn't move. It's not poseable. Yeah, it doesn't even it doesn't even give you a blowjob. And for that kind of money, really, you'd expect it to. I paid ninety quid for it. A month later, it was up for 45 quid. I was like, what the the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) I spent about 90 quid on my Dark Souls 2 Collector's Edition. (laughs) The big giant statue. I I can't remember the last Collector's Edition game that I bought. I think it might have been Halo 3, but that wasn't even the Collector's Edition. I think I got the Steelbook Edition of that. That's that's about as far as I go. It's because you're a PC knobhead. No, it's because I don't waste my fucking hatty. When was what was the last half decent? I know it's slightly completely railroaded, Katie's. Um, yeah, sorry, we'll go back to you in a second, Katie. Started on watchdogs. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back to you in a sec. Um, <laughs> you just sit in the corner. Yeah. So, what was the last half decent special edition version of a PC game that you've seen? Starcraft. I don't fucking know. I don't even. I don't look at the what the special the, edition is. The contained. special edition of Divinity gives you pants that talk to you. See, there you go. Good stuff. Uh, Katie, <laughs> back to you. Yeah, um, I'm going to now this now the points why I I'm kind of disliking Watch Dogs quite a little, quite a lot. 
actually at the like the bad points is the driving is fucking terrible. Yep. It's the Jet. worst the worst driving I've ever experienced in a game. And I know when obviously it first came out, it probably what it what it was compared to GTA. Because games like that are like Saints Row. Because you can chuck people out of cars and drive off in them. I can't imagine why people would pull pull that comparison. Yeah. But it's just no. It's just like it's like driving a, a bloody brick. Yep. It's, ter- it's, it's terrible. like driving that taxi in uh, in Alone in the Dark. It's just as difficult as that. But it's like I'll, I've now started to drive like a normal person. <laughs> in a game, in a game, I'm probably obviously not meant to. It's like if you, if I did that in GTA, I'd probably get ripped a new one, I guess. But but it's um yeah, I've started to drive normally just because I. I don't want to fucking crash through someone's fence and nearly into their house. Because if you go super fast, that's what happened. If you want to make a turn, forget it. You're going to go crashing off the road into like into the river or something. Yeah, I start. I put put bollards up so I can help me turn corners. I've actually. Oh, that's embarrassing actually. Because like when I'm trying to get away from police, obviously I always I always like hack the traffic lights because that will normally stop them because obviously all cars go. But sometimes like I'll get the blockers. And I'll hack them, but I'll either hack them too early and probably crash into them, so I'm like stuck there, or I'll crash them just a bit too late and like my car it hits the like back end of my car yeah. and I go flying. And you fuck off into the distance. Now this isn't really a bad point in the game because I did exactly the same thing. It just points out how stupid we are. So maybe we need to move along. Yeah. <laughs> so is it what else have you been playing this week? Anything else, or is it is it is it most, mostly been disappointment with Watchdogs? It has mostly just been disappointing with Watch Dogs, but I also picked up, well, no, I downloaded uh, Dishonored from um, Xbox because that was one of their free games this month. Yeah, because it's free. And I've, like, I knew about that game for quite a long time. Like, I'm, because I was quite skeptical of it at first because it's not made by Bethesda, who made Fallout and Oblivion, but it's, I know it's only published, but I still thought of that name and thought, is it. You know, is it like Oblivion? Is it like Fallout? Because I was madly in love with those games at the time. And I asked my brother, because my brother played it, and he was like, no, if you want if you want to play this and get that experience, you're going to be disappointed. So I was like, okay, I don't really want to play it. And then everyone's like, it, like I've heard good reviews since then. And then it came out, obviously, on the Xbox for uh, Xbox Live, and I bought that. And it's it's probably, it probably will be one of my, won't be on like the list of good games, of like best games of the year I've played, like, obviously this year but it'll be it'll be on one of the most like most fun i've had because it is a good game that was one of those games where i think a lot of people saw the initial reviews and just went do you know what no i'm not going to bother and then a year later or so when it had come right down in price a lot of people went yeah i'm going to give this a go because it's either really cheap or it's free for one reason or (laughs) another and then i started hearing really good things about it and everybody was saying actually this is kind of good and i don't know whether it's because it's been patched now and there was issues that have now been fixed, or whether actually it's an okay game. It was just hyped up too much before launch. See, I, don't, I... I don't, I don't know kind of what obviously it looked like on like on launch day or just after, because obviously I didn't play it. But it looks, I've, it looks pretty good graphically, and the acting is very, very good because I know it's got a few well-known actresses and actors in it, and it's just like the, there's enough, like it's, it's quite a surprise. Like the controls are, are perfect to me, like. There's nothing wrong with the controls. Like you know, it obviously does what it needs to, and there's no, no lag or any glitches or like that. It's it's kind of like a perfect game at the moment. Good. Well, at least you've got something to counterbalance to shit. This is Watch Dogs. Well, sorry, oh, no, you're still on the fence, aren't you? When you fall off that fence into the pit of bollocks, uh, yeah. then at least you've got something to fall back on. 
because I, I really just I, I had a big problem with Watch Dogs. I think everybody's heard this by now. I think, think I will do yeah. when I finish it. That seems to be the main sort of thing, like Ross being a prime example uh, with Watch Dogs, for instance. For ages, he was like, yeah, Watch Dogs, it's amazing. And then all of a sudden... It got he... hyped up way, way, way. Well, he actually played it. He played it yeah. for a good amount of time, and he really, really enjoyed it. And, and then all of a sudden, he was just like, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think I pick up on things in games maybe a little bit quicker than other people. I think I, I don't get carried along by kind of excitement maybe as much as some other people do and sometimes that's all it takes for you to kind of feel like you're enjoying a game which is great because if you're enjoying it then that's still fine as long as it doesn't outstay its welcome and i think watchdogs outstayed its welcome it it managed to blow straight past the excitement into the realms of complete bollocks dave you've been sitting there incredibly patiently you've been very quiet i'm assuming that possibly you've fallen asleep i was watching counter-strike you were pardon I was watching Counter Strike and oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're so riveting for you. Uh, what have you What have you been <laughs> I got playing? Got money riding on this. Oh fuck me, Jesus! Are you like he's like a junkie? I got money on this bitch. You shut up. Okay, right. Do, do, should we wait? Should we wait while you? No, no, it's no, fine. Are you alright? Okay, my that's team's, fine. My team's ahead. It's okay, cool. that's that's good. Um, right. Whoa, 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 hang on. Back the fuck up. You Back the fuck bet. up, bitch. You can bet on Counter Strike. You can bet on. Yeah, have you, do you not know, done like, this? Get... You get your skins in Counter-Strike. He doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. <laughs> Let's just assume well, he knows. I... In Counter-Strike, you can get skins which vary in value, yada, yada, yada. And you can you can bet those on matches and then you can get skins back. And this is like CSGO. That. Skins? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like so... weapon skins, like cosmetic skins. Don't worry about it. This is a thing. It's a PC, PC thing. We'll explain, <laughs> we'll explain when you're older. Um, so, Dave, what have you been playing this week? Um, I finished Divinity Original Sin at the beginning of the week. Right, good. Verdict. Which is fantastic game. Well, it plays super well. It's like an it's like old school Baldur's Gate, but brought into the new age. It doesn't hold your hand or anything. It doesn't give you quest markers. Everything's like okay, f- go and find this. Go figure this out. Do do it all yourself. But the world is is so dense i don't i don't think i left the first town until about 20 hours in i was so and i completed close it after 60 this. hours i think like rich is the right word to use when you look at some of the environments and stuff and it looks really detailed and there's loads oh of yeah stuff. i love that one of my favorite things is the is the um how the elements work with each other like you can um you, you can set fire to a puddle of oil yeah which will then obviously burn. If enemies walk into it, they take burning damage. You can then cast a rain cloud over that puddle that's burning, which will create a steam cloud. You can then fire lightning into that steam cloud to make a lightning cloud, which will stun all the enemies. The combinations that you can come up with with elemental effects is nuts. And it just it just adds like a whole new tactical level to, to your gameplay. It was, it, was, it was such a joy to play for like... I think it took me 63 hours, and that was me trying to find every quest and... And search for all like the little hidden gems and stuff. And you really do have to like talk to everyone to try and find everything. And so I, I think I got as much as I could in the first sixty-one hours. And then the last boss is like super difficult, and then you're left with like a lackluster ending. Oh, which really? kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. But like the the sixty-two hours it took me to like get everything out of it, the first sixty-one were utterly utterly enjoyable did you play this solo or co-op no i played it all solo that's... is this game a new like a new slate like 
it's, you know what, like a new start, I guess, because I I've played one Divinity game. I think it was e, is it Ego, Eco Draconis or something, and it was like on PS3 and I played it and I didn't really it didn't really enjoy this it. This is the first um, Divinity game I've played, to be honest. There are but as soon as I saw the the the, the um the comparisons like Baldur's Gate and Planescape Torment, I started looking into it and it is. because yeah, this it's, is it's, like you, you it's get like, a lot of for your money. This uh, one on the PC, it's like it's kind, of, it's got a Diablo look to it, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got, yeah, because the one I played is like third third person, like it doesn't look like that at all. So it's like they've now this one you've got um, you've got party of four. Right. Okay. You're this is around killing goblins and demons and stuff. So this is—is is this Larian Studios? Is that the right? Are they the right people yeah. who did this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they did—they did do an original game, which was called Divine Divinity, which again was a top-down, but it was an isometric-style game, like the original Diablos. Um, I didn't—I don't think it picked up very much traction. I'm not sure that they put—they put out anything else since this. Uh, sorry, since that, in between that and Divinity Original Sin, but Divinity Original Sin looks a million times separated from that game. If you go and oh, have, yeah. if you go and have a look at the YouTube videos or screenshots of that older game, then it, it's almost unrecognisable. I glossed over this a little bit because I'd played, uh, I'd recently played um, Torchlight 2, and then Diablo 3, and I think maybe I was getting a little bit burnt out on my on my old top-down RPGs. So I thought oh, I'm going to leave this for a little while until it comes down in price and. It, if it's not, if the co-op isn't good, and that's the biggest kicker for me, if the co-op isn't good, then I'm not that interested. And I couldn't find any information about the co-op at the time, so I thought I'm just going to leave it for a while. But it looks really good, and it sounds like you had a good time playing it. And you reckon what, 65, 70 hours total? You could probably. I literally tried. I explored every corner of everything in this game, and I really took my time. I tried to like learn the crafting and stuff. So to get my head around all the crafting, the enchanting like making arrows making weapons sharpening weapons all the spells took me about 60 hours yeah you could probably do it with 40 without messing around and doing all the quests but that's what the the thing is for that's the whole point yeah how much the kind of game it is you won't actually be able to um finish the main quest line without like killing nearly every enemy because it's so challenging the combat it's it really they really do kick your ass at some point and you'll end up repeating the same same um instance probably a dozen times quick saving before you get into combat and then dying 11 times and on your 12th time you'll finally figure out a combination that works for you or you'll get lucky but it never feels tedious or boring having to repeat all these all these battles because you can kind of experiment with, with different combinations like you can try and cast a rain cloud over the over the arena where all the enemies are hiding before you even enter combat, and then when you actually do enter combat, they're all wet for four turns, which means they're, they're more susceptible to being stunned by lightning and frozen by ice. Or you can wet yourself if you are against fire-based <laughs> enemies and give yourself a resistance to fire. It's like I'm sorry, guys, we're gonna have to call it a day. I just messed myself. It's just <laughs> I was gonna mess myself and cast I was gonna mess myself and cast fireball. Fuck you! <laughs> I'm just gonna pick it up, set it on fire, and throw it at you. There you go, flaming shit bomb. Yeah, you can do loads. You can you can if there's barrels hanging around, you can pick it up and throw them at enemies. Donkey. You can like teleport people into big pits of lava. Awesome. It actually sounds like the combat system's way more developed than Diablo. Way more developed than just kind of run up bang bang. Done. Yeah, I think there's like. 12 schools of combat or something. Well, there's four basic schools of combat. One-handed, two-handed, 
uh, bow, crossbow. But then um, your skill trees, I think there's like 12 of them, like archery, melee combat, um, witchcraft, geomancy, pyromancy, aeromancy. There's loads of magic. Uh, there's loads and loads of magics and stuff like that, and they all do kind of weird and wonderful things. I want it's a lot of fun. Like a fan. Just out of interest, how much is it? It's 30 quid on Steam. It's like... <coughs> yeah, 30 quid. Now, 60 hours, well, even 40 hours at 30 quid, that's a pretty good fucking deal. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, can you can play... play I, I was very comfortable playing it by myself. I didn't feel the need for co-op at all. Yeah. But I can see why the co-op would be a lot of fun. So it, you could probably play through it twice. I've, I've had it, the only thing that I've, I've had issues previously in games that have got turn-based combat with co-op. So, yeah, I, I don't know. And I guess it is it is all purely turn-based, isn't it? There's no CTB or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. Like, like when because you can see enemies before you um, engage in combat. That's the kind of thing when I mentioned like using like the rain clouds to kind of set up your arena and stuff. You can um, use stealth to like sneak in amongst the enemies. So, so I, one of my main well, my main character, the guy, because because you create two characters, a guy and a girl. Well, if that's what you want it to be. My main guy was um, kind of a stealth-based ranger, so I could sneak into the middle of like a group of orcs and then use the other three characters to kind of come in after. And it'd trigger the whole fight, and the orcs would be like, oh, what the hell, there's a guy in the middle of us. <laughs> and you could like chain attacks together with, with all your different dudes. Surprise! Like, it's really satisfying to... Yeah, like, stun every one of the enemies and just not let them have a turn and just stomp them. By the way, guys, I'm not an orc. Fuck you. I like. I do like the idea of this game. I. I think it is worth pointing out. As much as this game looks fantastic and it looks like it's going to play really well before everybody else, <laughs> rush, before everybody rushes out and buys it, it is a turn-based combat game. It's a top-down isometric turn-based combat game. Uh, that's it. Not buying it. Yeah, exactly. And I think if people aren't into that kind of thing, then maybe they're not going to want to get it. If you've played the original Fallout, the original two Fallout games, and you enjoyed those then you'll probably like this. Um, if you enjoyed the combat in the new Fallout game and the the whole pip system, uh, stopping and starting and selecting targets and stuff like that, then again, may, you might like this. But uh, don't expect Diablo. No. Diablo. Think, think, think more Baldur's Gate, but Diablo. more turn-based. Mashing. Diablo's just mashing. Yeah. There you go. Again, I think we need to snip it all of these things and send them off so people can put them on the back of the boxes. <laughs> the menu was okay. It's Diablo right. just mash. It's just mashing. Those are the ones that those are the ones that we've snippeted so far. Have you been playing anything else then, Dave? Um, I was playing a lot of Counter Strike, and then I hurt my hand, which meant I couldn't play a lot of Counter Strike. So I've been watching a lot of Counter Strike. You've been watching people play Counter Strike. This is yeah, like... because there's always competitive tournaments going on. Like they've got um, an arena championship going. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Going on now, and they had a really good. Uh, tournament during Gamescom, so I was watching loads of that. I but um, I, I had my friends over a little while ago, and my friends are massive football fans, and I hate football. And they were sitting around. We were we were just pre-drinking, and it was it was the last, um, like last eight rounds of the semi-finals or something. And I was getting really into it, like getting out of my seat, cheering and everything else. And I looked over and I saw my two friends being like, "I don't know what the hell's going on." And all I thought was, "Yeah." This is how I feel when you make me watch football, man. This is, this is, this is what it's like. This is what it's like to see your friend really into a sport and be completely lost. Did you just say, what is Counter-Strike? Yes. Don't hate me. No, it's okay. It's okay. Counter-Strike is. I, I forget. Is there, is there a way to mute other people in the call? No. <laughs> so that we, they don't speak anymore. No. Yeah, unless we were without kicking them out. And name Count- rings the bell. Counter-Strike is, is what... I don't know how how you'd explain it. Counter Strike started off as a Half Life mod, mod. The yeah, original yeah. Half Life, and it's then a, it got a... quite big in competitive play. Yeah, and it was it, it was it's kind of like the granddaddy of competitive FPS games. It's a tournament tournament game in which you buy guns, and the better you do, the more money you get to buy better guns within a short few rounds. So you get a couple of rounds to try and do the best you can against the other team. Buy better weapons and guns and Kevlar and stuff like that. Use tactics, diffuse a bomb or armor bomb, whatever the the map needs. So it's kind of like it's like the granddaddy of a lot of game modes in games like Call of Duty. Yeah, that's what I kind of like thought when I've I've seen I've seen like pictures and stuff. But his, historically, I've never, I've never had a proper idea of what it was. Historically, it's a very PC centric game. It's it's one yeah. of these things that I don't think I think they they did try to put Counter Strike Source on the console at one point, didn't they? Global Offensive it was uh, was on the console, but um, I'm guessing that didn't pan really out. Took off. No, no, you can't you can't bring out that kind of game on the console unless it's got a really strong um, single player campaign that you can flaunt in front of everybody for trailers and stuff like that. People don't understand what it is. It's the same as Team Fortress Two. Team Fortress Two on a console, people didn't get it. They had to bundle it into no. the orange box before anybody started playing it. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, anything else this week, Dave, or is that the end of it? Um, I started playing The Escapists, the indie game that's come from uh, um, 2017. Yeah. Prison game. Yeah. That's like that's early access, but um, I've got it to, to review. This is so kind of Monaco to... meets Prison Architect, is that right? No, no, no. Prison Architect, you build a prison, and this yeah, one, no, you're no. Um, it's, it's breaking in a out of a prison. It's like, you're, you're one dude, and like it's all about the routine of the prison. So, so you, it, it's like Monaco and Prison Architect, but absolutely nothing like either of those games. Look, shut up. Yeah. It's, it's similar-ish to Monaco. Reminding me of Prison Break. <laughs> but you, are, you do break out of prison. That's like the main objective. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so You get trapped into this prison and it's all about like the actual... It, it feels like a day-to-day um, kind of... You're being watched all the time in prison. Like, there's, there's three roll calls 
each part of the day and randomly your cell will get searched if you've got contraband you need to like hide it you need to do favors for other inmates to earn money and then use that money to buy was that uh, contraband of other inmates is that like but like like you've got to craft stuff to get out and there's different ways to get out i haven't actually escaped prison yet it's actually quite a hard game (laughs) all all i've been doing is like sitting on a treadmill and a, a weight machine trying to up my strength stats so I can start kicking guards' ass. Yeah, I mean, if, bre- if breaking out of prison was that was that easy, then we wouldn't have the congestion issues we've got in the UK right now. Prison breaking was never meant to be easy. No, well, that, I think I think that's what we can all take away from this podcast, Katie. Thank you for that. So, <laughs> uh, is that everything you've been doing this week? Is that the end of it? Pretty much a lot of a lot of watching Counter Strike and and losing my bets. This oh, losing your bets. This this what we've been doing this week section is going to be like the entire podcast. It's like the longest what we've been doing that I think we've ever done. Okay, I'm going right. to I'm going to quite short. Let's just do a quick fire news round. Well, like, hang on, I haven't said what I've been fucking doing. You rude bastard. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I thought we were finished. I haven't spoken for ages. Right, right. Mine's really easy. This week, I have been playing Robocraft. And that is basically it. And if you haven't played Robocraft yet, it's a PC game. You can get it on Steam. It is entirely free. They say it's an early access. I have no idea why. It's basically feature... Com- well, it's not feature complete. It is about as complete as an early access game can be. They're missing game modes. They want to add extra game modes in. And there's other things that they want to add into the game. But what is there works almost flawlessly. There is the odd bug, but for an early access game, it's incredible. If you enjoy World of Tanks or anything similar to that, then this will be brilliant for you. It's um, Think of it like Carmageddon or Death Rally and games like that where you can kind of customise your own vehicle and put guns on the side of it and put cool things on there. And the goal is to basically shoot slash kill everybody else that's on the opposite team. And there are objectives, maybe. But the way that you build your vehicles in Robocraft is similar to Minecraft, where you have blocks. So you have a series of blocks and you piece them together and put wheels on it or wings on it or hover blades on it or whatever you want to put on it to make it move. And then put the guns on there and you've got a pilot seat and and all the rest of it. Have a look at it it on YouTube. The combinations of things that you can make in this game are absolutely fucking brilliant. And the range of vehicles that you get in every match is completely different. And a lot of them don't even work. So you'll see people spinning in circles like complete tards because they didn't use the practice arena. Um, It's amazing. Almost sounds like you were speaking from experience. Yeah, I've played this game probably in the last week and a half. I've put about 74 hours into this game. What the fuck? Yeah, Yeah. it is absolutely, it is absolutely thoroughly enjoyable as hell. Don't be put off by anybody who you talk to that says, oh, it's fucking pay to win. It's not. They don't know what they're talking about. They probably have some kind of brain damage. The, um, (laughs) the, the, the thing is, there is a, because it's early access and they want to get money. The, the only way that they're doing that at the moment is that there's like an in-game <laughs> store where you can buy this stuff called Galaxy Cash and you can use the Galaxy Cash to buy gear in the game. So instead of having to earn money by playing the game, you can use the Galaxy Cash to, pa- to buy the gear instead. That seems like it gives you an unfair advantage. The issue that you've got is, it's all well and good buying all this really cool stuff, but you need levels. Leveling up gives you like additional points to allow you to fit more stuff to your vehicle. If you don't have those points, you can have as much stuff as you want. There's no way you're going to put it on your vehicle because you won't have enough of the CPU points that you need to put it on there. And the only way you can level up is by playing the game. So there's no... 
it's not necessarily pay to win. It's pay for advantage, definitely. But you, there's no substitute for playing the game, being good at it, and, and having a good time. And there's the variety of stuff that you can build in this game is just... It's really, really enjoyable. If you like building stuff and if you like making your own thing and you enjoy kind of Carmageddon-style driving and shooting games, then you're going to really enjoy this. And it's completely free, so give it a go if you're a PC gamer. Uh, the other thing that I've been playing this week is Firefly the board game. And that's it. What are you laughing about, you fuck? I know you snore. That's, that's, that's Lewis's opinion right there. Fuck you. Seriously, you buy statues and you're snoring about my gaming. <laughs> to be fair, wasn't this a present though? This was a gift, yeah, but I asked for it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> this is this is a Firefly board game. I'm not going to go into what it is, but if you're I've, if you're I've a board gamer, Firefly. No, I, mean, no, I don't think anybody it. here has seen Firefly. So, no, that's good. I usually get lynched for that. No, you're all fucking weird. But yeah, it, I re- I really enjoyed it. We played the first game the other day. It took absolutely ages, but no, it was really good. That's everything I've done this week. See, that was really easy. Normally, I talk way too long. He does. <laughs> like he yeah he just waffles on about shit normally i just switch off everybody seems to have done that you're fucking falling asleep it's like he's gone off to watch the counter-strike matches <laughs> my team lost the second round good play it good best of three i've still got a chance <laughs> oh my God. right for fuck's sake we're gonna take a break while i go get a beer dave watches the rest of his fucking match and then hopefully pays attention to the rest of the podcast and then we're gonna do a little bit of news a smattering of upcoming games and then fuck knows what we're gonna do after that because we're running long already we will be right back planet earth a scientist creates the ultimate machine at last a machine that will give him the power to journey into the mega world with thousands of colors, 16-bit graphic technology, and 10-channel mega-stereo sound. The most advanced video game system in the universe. Yes! Mega Drive. We're back. We've all had a break. Dave's partially paying attention. So we're going to go into the kind of news. Um, there's fuck all news. Like, again, for, I don't know what, like the fifth podcast in a row. There's absolutely no news. So we're just going to blaster it, uh, what there is, because it's all kind of boring. So the first one is there is uh, a new mode coming into Titanfall. It's going to be 8 versus 8. So instead of 6 versus 6, you can play an 8 versus 8 game. But by the yeah. sounds of things, there's not going to be any Titans. Which what? I think it's. So is it just going to be called Fall? Oh, uh, yeah, it's just Falling. Uh, wait, wait, what will be falling? No opinion on Titanfall. Nothing will be falling. You'll just like everybody will just collapse. So you just start the game and everybody just flops onto the floor. So, so it so already the sounds better be, like the normal game. The ACA <laughs> will basically be Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But you know, well then, yeah, in well played Titanfall. In there before it was cool. Uh, yeah, so they're adding a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of extra game modes. Mark for Death is becoming a permanent game mode. Um, so it won't be replaced with the other kind of, you know, the special modes that they bring into it every now and again. They're changing the burn card economies and all the rest of it. But I think the biggest thing that everybody's taken out of this is it's gonna, there's going to be 8v8 in there. But apparently they're removing the Titans from the 8v8 game. I'm not really sure how that's going to work because the maps... Aren't Titans the main part of the game? Well, I, to be honest... That's in, it's in I, the name. I really, enjoy, I really enjoy just running around as a pilot. I like that aspect of the game. but It has more of a free-running feel to it, though, from what I've seen. If you're just playing as the pilot, it has a... Because you can do all the uh, jetpack stuff and clinging on to ledges and all that sort of bollocks. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that part of the game anyway, so I enjoyed that already. 
kind of when I get into a Titan, I get fucked really fast. So I could, it pretty much I get into a Titan, it goes, somebody's on your head, pulling out your shit. I'm just like, oh god, what am I going to do about that? So I just have to jump Electric out of Titan. Smoke. Are we still talking about Titanfall or your sex life? Uh, a bit both. So, yeah, there's there's that. Anyway, that's a bit of news. Um, am I doing all the news? Somebody else want to take a bit? Uh, Bioshock on iOS. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I don't get that. It's, what's the point in releasing a however old game it is on a portable device? That's not, not, that's not going to sell much at all on that. It, oh, I right. bet it will. I bet it will. I bet it will sell quite a lot. There's a it's lot like of this. $15, something ridiculous like that. Why would I pay 50 Well, for a game that I could go into game and buy a physical copy on a disc with proper controls on a proper console that has the grunt behind it to be able to play it? That's people, a game you do need to play. Like with a big a big screen, I guess you could say. I think I could play Bioshock on a Vita. I think I could get away with that. But playing it on yeah, that's got a joystick and button. Exactly, that's my whole thing. But I mean, playing it on an iPhone, ridiculous. Just don't even. I can't even see. I can't that. actually imagine someone playing it on an iPhone. No, on iPad, I, iPad is marginally better. But even so, touchscreen controls for a game like that is just not. It's not the right way of doing it. That the only kind of benefit I could see to playing it on an iPad is playing it with headphones in, in the dark, with the screen directly in front of you. Which you could do with so, the Vita. Which you could do with the Vita anyway. I mean, the graphics have taken such an enormous hit. By, by, I mean, you would expect that they would anyway. But I, usually people take this kind of thing to showcase an amazing graphics engine or a new piece of kind of like chipset technology that makes everything look fantastic. But actually in this, it just looks kind of rubbish. Why would I want to play something that looks worse than the original, plays poorer than the original, and is on a platform that it was never designed for? I don't... Has some sort of trailer come out for or anything then? That... Yeah, there's a couple of videos. There's some, there's some comparison videos as well where you can see the difference between the Xbox 360 and the iOS versions of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it looks okay for a platformer game, but... I really wouldn't want to play it, you know? I, yeah. I just can't imagine the controls being any good. Just play it on PC. To be okay. fair... I'd break my iPad if I played that on the iPad. Yep. Don't go breaking my iPad. Don't, don't go breaking my pad. <laughs> You've be already fair. been I, I would end up just yelling at him like, no, I want you to go over there. I want you to shoot there. And it's not doing it. I'll just be like, fuck it, and I'll throw it. It's not voice activated. It... I get the impression that they slowed down the enemies. <laughs> quite a lot like even the video that i'm watching of somebody playing the game and bearing in mind that this is somebody that they've obviously brought in for the express purpose of playing the game to show it being played on the platform <laughs> clearly can't fucking control the thing like he's just floundering all over the place trying to hit people and like he can't he can't hit the enemies or anything like that he certainly don't appear to be able to jump i don't i haven't i don't think i've seen the guy jump a single time but yeah i don't know i don't fucking get it anyway stupid idea right One. next Hang on. All right, okay. I'm not done. Okay. One. You know the rules about singing. What? what? Same, same as playing on playing games together. No singing. No, we were allowed to sing. No, 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 no. I no. was never told I wasn't allowed to sing. No, exactly. I don't think yeah, I was. You told get a free pass. Point. What? No more singing. Fuck you. What was the next? <laughs> what was the next point? Um. Right. I played uh, XCOM on the iPad. It plays nicely if you don't have anything running in the background. Yeah, see Otherwise that's... it doesn't even fucking load. That's stupid. 
Which is going to be the other main issue with uh, playing Bioshock on an iOS device, is you're going to have to close everything in the background to be able to just run it. Yeah, which pisses me off, because the whole point is, it's all supposed to be dynamic. You're not meant to have to close other applications. It's supposed to kind of sleep everything else so that you've got enough memory to play stuff on these on these platforms. Yeah, it's supposed to be optimised for this kind of platform, but it's not, or it won't be. So, yeah. Gash. No, my, no, my stupid ass. I'll probably fucking buy it anyway, so... I won't, because I don't have an iFruit device. <clears throat> Same. Oh, I've got an iPad mini, but it's good. I'm I've entirely, got I'm entirely droided. Pokemon on my on my Android. I don't need no Bioshock. I don't need no Bioshock. I've got the Pokies. Wait, what are we talking about? Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, right, next piece of news. Assassin's Creed Unity has been de- delayed until November. Uh, I don't I've care. I've a list of delays. Uh, which and, make any uh, sense. Assassin's Creed should have ended. Quite really? Long, In my opinion, I think it should have ended at three. I really no. do. You until think... Like, you think uh, you're Assassin's, Assassin's, Creed. Creed. Assassin's Creed, I'm not hype. You think that Assassin's Creed should have ended at the poorest installation of the game and not waited until Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which was one of the best versions they've ever done, came out? Is that yeah, your opinion? The As... protagonist is Welsh, yes. though. Now, how... Did we decide that there isn't a way to mute someone in the call? Yeah. You're entitled <laughs> uh... to your opinion, however incorrect it is. <laughs> what didn't you like about Black Flag? Have you played Black Flag? No. Well, I what don't. the hell? <laughs> I, stopped pl- I stopped playing them at free because every time I Indian see is invalid. an assassin, is invalid. I'm like, but this, it's gone on for too long now. Uh, right, now, I can kind of... Be fair, though, that, Black I... Flag, I don't... Um, the bits when you're on foot in Black Flag is like, yeah, this is exactly the same. I'm going to follow this guy, but not too close, but not too far away. But then there's the shit bits, and I'm like, this should be a game by itself. Yeah, it should. Yeah, that's amazing. The the, the thing is, I can kind of forgive you for giving up on the pl- on the game after the third instalment because after Assassin's Creed Three, I was very similar. I I thought I didn't like Assassin's Creed Three at all. I thought it was really bad. But then I played Black Flag at Eurogamer, and it completely switched <coughs> back onto it again. I was really excited about the franchise again. Unity. Then I'd like, sim- I thought th- Assassin's Creed Three was going to be the last one, or my well, last one for a while, because I think. I'm going to say a spoiler here, I think. But, but um, Desmond, because he dies at the end, doesn't he? Yeah, but the thing is, another spoiler. And that's Des- what I thought. It's like it ends yeah. there then. But if you want another spoiler, Desmond was a massive cunt, and it's about time that he died. So that was all, that was all absolutely fine by me. I had no problem with that. I'm all about the, it's the gameplay mechanics and the enjoyability of the game. The characters were a big drag originally for me in the in the original Assassin's Creed games. I didn't like Desmond. I didn't like any of the supporting cast either. So I would I was absolutely fine that Danny fucking it. Wallace. Danny Wallace. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A colossal the, dis- the discount Stephen Merchant, is that the character we're talking about? That's the the, that's the, the nerd discount nerd. cheap one oh. Stephen Merchant. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the nerdy guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It's yeah, it's, like it's cheap right. man Stephen Merchant. Is that what he is? I've never thought about that before, but actually you're kinda right there. Anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, but you know. Unity, the biggest problem that I've got with this whole news story is, oh no, it's been pushed back into November. Yeah, it's like two weeks. That is only two weeks behind its schedule, which I don't think is that bad. Yeah, well, to be fair, I thought it was coming out in November anyway. In fact, a pushback. having bought most of the previous Assassin's Creed games, so uh, Black Flag 3 Revelations and Brotherhood on release date, they were all released in November anyway, as far as I remember. 
So, like continuity. Yeah, I don't get it. I know it's weird. Small it, a small rumor came out that apparently it's moved. Is it? Yeah, it's moved back because it wants to not come out the same week as GTA. Really? Apparently, it was coming out on the same week, and they've moved it back. Same week as, they as don't GTA on which platform? Next gen. On yeah, next, next gen. Right, okay. Because when that comes out, obviously on next gen, that's going to obviously yeah. slot. Push it into the next paycheck so people buy it in, in the next paycheck. Because a lot of people only buy one game per paycheck, don't they? So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I'm excited. I am excited for this game off the back of Black Flag. Because yeah. I, I really, really enjoy Black Flag. I'll agree with you that Assassin's Creed 3 was weak. I, in my opinion, it was probably the poorest of the franchise other than one. Because let's face it, Assassin's Creed 1 wasn't that great. It was just different, which is why it was so good. Would you actually recommend me to play it? Because my brother has got a copy, but I've just never wanted to obviously play it. because What, of Black he's... Flag? Black... Yeah. Yes. Play it. Yeah, play it. Play it. It will break, hopefully, it will break your expectations of an Assassin's Creed game. I thought 3 was weak for several reasons, and I had a real, real problem with that game. Um, I thought the acting was really bad on top of everything else, but basically you shifted from one unlikable fuckwit to another. And I don't like playing characters that I don't like. I don't mind playing nasty characters as long as they've got a likable personality, like something you can engage with. But everybody you played on Assassin's Creed 3 was just a complete cock. Um, And Kenway in Assassin's Creed Black Flag is a cock of a different variety. He's like a really cocky kind of... He has the swagger. Yeah, and... he has. He's got the charm that goes with is it. Is this like? Is it? It's, it's not Welsh. Edward Kenway from the third one, is it? Because there's an Edward Kenway from the third one. That's his no, dad. That's Haytham Kenway. Yeah, it's Haytham. Which oh, it's Haytham. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Connor Kenway's dad. Um, at the to be fair, Edward is in the end of Black Flag as a young boy. I believe. Oh. Haytham, you mean? Sorry. Uh, no, 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 Edward. So you see, because hate. Either you're confused or I'm confused. I'm confused. Yep. You mean I... you mean is the right right at the end? Yeah. Is that not him? That's a girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is at the end. No, sorry. At the end of three. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, that's what. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Black Flag. No, no, no. Uh... I'm talking about three. Edward appears as a young boy with Connor at the end of three. Yeah, I believe as yeah. I don't remember that, but I'm going. I'm going to go with it anyway. I might. I might be confusing it with another scene. The great thing about the great thing about Unity, just kind of going back to the original story. Play Black Flag. Black Flag. It's worth it. If you've gone off the series for one reason or another, go back to it for Black Flag. They've taken all the character traits that made it work with Ezio. Um, and yeah, that was the best one for me. Yeah, I mean, Ezio was a cracking character, and there were other surrounding characters with Ezio that made it an enjoyable storyline to play through. They've done a similar thing with Black Flag and they brought other characters in with Kenway and around him that make it really enjoyable to watch the cutscenes and to kind of get immersed in the atmosphere. But on top of that, you've got the ship side of things, which is really good and really enjoyable anyway. The naval combat the is naval combat is amazing. Really yeah. You've got exploration. You've got all the little side quests and stuff that you'd expect from a game like that, which puts it a little bit closer to Far Cry 3 for me, where you're kind of grabbing... <clears throat> animals and making stuff and all the rest of it you've got loads of exploration around towns and then you've got the normal combat but the combat in this game flows beautifully like the mm. the, the all of the kind of countering and it plays way more aggressively than the previous games the previous games was a lot of waiting around for somebody to attack you so that, that you could counter yeah. them but in this one you can be really aggressive and you can really 
like hack at people and go for them and also you've got like a kind of flintlock pistol as well so you can you know you'll be fighting people you just shoot somebody else and then keep going yeah the thing about we're going kind of going off track a little bit but the thing with three was i you were expecting the combat to be a lot more um kind of intense and um yeah visceral is the right word to to have connor kind of give off this kind of almost animalistic uh combat style and it fails miserably because it's really really wooden um and to be honest quite clunky but when you go to edward um if you watch one of the early trailers um with Blackbeard talking about him uh, fighting, um, I think it, he says something like a drevel, uh, a drevel, a devil dressed as a man. That's what it's like. That is what it's like. Yeah. Because you can chain counters, um, <clears throat> initiating new combat sequences, uh, gunplay, which actually doesn't take away from any of the other combat because it's not. Uh, it's so fluid. Yeah, and the whole combat sequence, you could go through and take out 15 guys on a ship. Yeah, really easily. Yeah, and it'd be a really nice chain of kills, and it works really well. So it's what was missing from three the biggest the biggest issue for me was three perfected the it it kind of added to the whole uh, free running. Because you could go through the trees and all the rest of it, and it made it feel quite fluid, and the environment's very nice, and you were kind of treading through snowdrifts and stuff like that. They've mm. taken the fluidity of the free-running side of the, the game and added it to the combat side of the game. Yeah. So you've got that kind of fluid movement going in both aspects of gameplay, and it, it it's made the game work in the way that you probably never realised it always should have worked. But anyway, yeah. if you've anyway, got it cross. available, go back to it and play it. But Assassin's Creed Unity is effectively, by the looks of things, going to be a very similar thing. But it is a primarily co-op based game, so you're going to be yeah, playing. That's, that's the one French in the French Revolution. Is it that one? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. 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 See now that that looks a bit it captured it captured my eye, mainly yeah. because it's you've got it's like an it's like an A team of assassins. Yeah, it yeah, is a bit like that. Actually. The fact that they're forcing co-op at me sucks. It's not yeah. necessarily for them. I, I do get that. I do understand. I wish that it was... I don't know. problem with Unity, with the, the co-op, is I I hope that it isn't going to have the Borderlands effect. What, where if you play it solo, it's just not a very good game? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you play it co-op, that it's... I've always, I've always got a group of friends that are willing to go ahead and play these kinds of co-op games. So I think it's not as much of a problem for me because I've always got the ability to bring in a group of people and we can play it together. You might you might be right, it might suffer solo for that, which might end up relegating it to one of the to being one of the poorer Assassin's Creed games. But I love these kinds of things, so I'm really hoping it's gonna be very good. Anyway, been pushed back a little bit. Who cares? Who cares about the pushback? Hopefully we're gonna care about the game. Has anybody got any other news? Has anybody seen anything this week that they're interested in, or is that pretty much everything that we found on the whole of the internet? Oh, I, I, I actually saw that. Uh, I don't know if any any of you are big Dragon Age, Dragon Age players, or pretty hyped for the new one. Yeah, I've um, I've that's all over my Twitter at the moment. Like just that game. That's one of the big games. I'm probably I'm gonna save up for for like quite a long time. This is Inquisition, yeah. Yes, and it's the first. It's 
it's been kind of inspired by the Mass Effect multiplayer. But they've they're going to put it. I think they're putting it in the main game. It's going to be co-op apparently. So you're going, it's game. going to play similar to the Mass Effect multiplayer, but it's going to be co-op in the actual campaign. No, I mean like it, it was in, like inspired just by the Mass Effect multiplayer and how kind of because it was popular. Yeah. When they thought you know it was kind of a gamble when how, they thought. It how are they going to work that into the whole pausing element of Dragon Age though? See, that's what that's what I kind of thinking. That's what. Probably I, just won't be. What did you do on the fly? Not, work like now you, that's fine have, you're you're probably only going to be able to pause your character i take it you obviously you won't I'd be able to... do, I, I doubt there will be any pausing because if you pause one you'll have to pause everyone else's you know character. what i would really like i would be absolutely fine with it if you had a meter like each player had a meter of time slow not pause completely but slow time <laughs> where each yeah. person could initiate their meter and they'll get say five six seconds of slow time so everybody else keeps moving and every other combat action that's going on keeps happening but it just slows down to give that person a few seconds to decide what they're going to do next and then carries on like a kind of max Payne style effect yeah to the co-op yeah. side of things i'd have no problem with that i agree with the whole multiplayer because mass effect 3 multiplayer was absolutely amazing but i don't get how this could work in a campaign in dragon age dragon age is typically it's the first time i slow. think bioware have done it yeah i don't and know co-op in the main game because i know i know for a fact none, none of the mass effect games and the previous two dragon age games dragon age games haven't had that yeah it's also going to affect the storyline and all the outcomes of everything else presumably unless you're going to be jumping else jumping into somebody else's world a la kind of uh, fable three yeah and the stuff that you're doing doesn't affect your storyline or anything like that it only affects the main person i don't know it's something i'm kind of like i'm i guess i'm hopeful for but then like you've just said like want that type of game it's based off of your choices yeah i mean i went off the dragon age games and i yeah, think number number two was an absolute yeah and i just I don't know. I don't know whether this is going to appeal to the people that are hardcore fans of the franchise or whether it's just going to put them off or maybe it's going to bring in other people that weren't so sure about it before. It could do. I'm not I'm not a massive fan of games where you pause. I don't mind turn-based, but I'm not an enormous fan of games where you pause and dis- and and make changes to your strategy and then keep going. It takes a lot of the effect away from me. So I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting to see whether that's going to work out or not. So there's a lot of games that are adding co-op elements to them. I don't know whether this is kind of trying to make the most out of the newer, um, the new generation's online platforms. Some headlines I have seen is like, is co-op the future? And no. sometimes I say, I hope not. I, why? I hope it is. I don't like playing with you pricks. You don't have to. They're not I want to play the game on my own. They don't have to there are some games that I think, obviously, you need to play by yourself. Have, it's like the new Fable. I fucking experience. love the Fable franchise, and the new one I'm just so unhype about because of the whole. I've not even been look looking at up. it. There's Dead Rising, right? So using an example, Dead Rising. Um, Case West was shit. <laughs> but you could have real good fun in that co-op. That would be an amazing game. So Dead Island. Dead Island was an enjoyable enough game single player. After they ironed out all the bugs. Um, I absolutely <clears throat> loved Dead Island yeah. as a single-player game, but I loved it even more yeah, playing with game. three other people who knew how to play the game. They played a little bit of it, or they played it through one single-player, and then you all set up a game and you play through as uh, you play it through co-op. It's brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. 
Borderlands, I think, maybe suffered a little bit. I think maybe they focused a bit too much on the co-op and didn't didn't put enough into its single player. But there are yeah. plenty of games out there that can pull it off, that you could make a, an excellent single player campaign that is only made better by playing co-op. So I think saying, is co-op the future? Yeah, it very well could be. It doesn't mean that you can take it, that you have to take out all of the multiplayer elements. I mean, look at um, look at Call of Duty. The Modern Warfare games had a co-op mode in their Spec Ops. It's one of the finest examples of an excellent co-op game mode. I, but I absolutely it's love a those mode, specs. it's not the story. No, but that's fine. That's no problem. It doesn't have to be the whole story that you play through co-op, as long as there is a mode there that allows you to play co-op. I don't... To be fair, I agree... I actually really, uh, I think it was Modern Warfare. I spent a, ver- a, a long amount of time playing the Spec Ops mode with other people before yeah. I actually went through and played the single player campaign. Yeah. Um, I think I, co-op is something that's been overlooked by a, a large portion of games in the past, and I'm hoping that it does come in more. I agree with the whole Assassin's Creed thing. I don't want them to, to ram it down your throat. And there are games out there that, that can suffer from forced co-op. So games like Left 4 Dead, if you've only got two people playing, or even one person playing, and the rest of the people have to be there, therefore they're being played by AIs, that can kill the entire game. Because if your entire gameplay experience is relying on three AIs doing what they're meant to do, then you're going to be in for a bad time. See, now I really liked playing Left 4 Dead as a single-player game. Alright, it didn't flow as a, a Story-wise, it didn't flow at all, but as a just as a single-player game, it was pretty good because it had the individual chapters, the individual campaigns. Nothing really progressed in terms of stats or weapons or anything like that. So it felt good. It felt fluid. It, I really liked it, but more... I keep coming back to it, but like borderlands is just the one that i picked up the original and i just i couldn't get into it because i played it after everyone else had already played it yeah and nobody else so was playing were, it yeah so there was no one else to play it with whereas borderlands 2 i've really enjoyed because i played co-op with yourself with katie with drew with stewart and you can level up your character to a certain level, and then you can jump into someone else's game. Yeah. As long as you're a, a about the same sort of level, you're okay. Yeah, so it's great for it's... it's really good. Katie, you weren't mm. so sure that co-op is the future of gaming? You're not into the whole co-op thing? No, it, it just depends on the, the type of game, I guess. I don't want co-op to be available like for every single game that's going to come out for the year like every single game because i i was going to bring up something like if another game came out that was very similar to the last of us you know that that has got a multiplayer but to do that co-op i don't think you know a game like that it wouldn't work because that's the type of game there are games out there that you just need to play by yourself the thing yeah with last of us i think with the last of us has got the campaign certainly last of us has got one of those engaging kind of story it's all about the story you don't want to be yapping yeah. with somebody else while you're playing that game. You need yeah, to be involved like in that. the game. Because I think it was that I was watching a, a stream of another game. I can't remember who it was. But, I, you know, people, they asked, like, what games do you want us to stream? And someone said The Last of Us. And all of a sudden, the chat 
the little text box chat just exploded of going, no, no, what what the fuck are you thinking? And stuff like that. And the actual person who was playing did look and said, that is a game I think I want to try by myself without obviously... Yeah, it's very personal. You know, it's like masturbation. It's not the kind of thing that you want to share with other people. Because at that point, yeah. it's just weird. <laughs> well... Uh, Lewis, let's not talk about the Thursday nights. So, um, yeah, no, I I do agree. However, if Last of Us had a co-op mode, like a separate mode that wasn't the campaign, that was something different, but you could play it co-op, different missions or whatever it is, I'd be absolutely fine with that. I agree that the storyline would be marred by the fact that you were playing it with another person. Certainly if you were playing it online. I think if you were playing it in the same house, it might be a different story. I think a better game is um, Bioshock Infinite. The story isn't quite as in-depth. It's not quite as sensitive. And if you had Elizabeth as another playable character, I think that would work a lot better than she works as... As an AI, would they, game. Would they yeah. still end up throwing ammo in your face when you don't need it? That'd be amazing. Like I, that's that's all I would do. That's one of the things I hate. I'd be Elizabeth that. and I'd just be pelting Lewis with money. <laughs> fucking have this coin I found, you bastard! <laughs> Shut up! I'm trying to fucking shoot people. Just like normal Saturday night. Yep, me throwing money at Lewis. Right, that's about as much as we can squeeze into this section because we're going to need to run into our game next. If Dave's paying attention, Dave, are you paying attention? I'm paying attention. All right, that's fine. I'll just check in. Um, so we are gonna we're gonna take another wee break uh, where Lewis goes off and times how fast he can pee, and um, we <coughs> the rest of us are gonna get beers and do normal things. So we'll be cool. right back. Finish him. Right, motherfuckers, we are back. We're gonna drop it like it's lukewarm. Um, so this is this is the game. Tepid. We're gonna drop it like it's tepid. We are uh, we're gonna play a game. We're gonna we had an entirely different game plan for this week. It was gonna be all all exciting and, and uh, cool, but unfortunately, Miss uh, Mr. Rossifer Bell is um he's ill. I think like bits of leprosy or something. Did he say? Parts, that's what I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Parts, parts of him have fallen off. Leprosy and le- 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 lepsies is what he's got. So, um, yeah, he, he isn't here. So, And that was all pre-planned and intricate, and we didn't really know what was going on. So we're going to go back. We're going to fall straight back onto our random game name, game name, game. Um, in lieu of Mr. Ross for Bellbag is Mr. Lewis Bellbag. Does that work? Uh, no, because my surname's not Bell. Cool. Uh, Lewis... N- it's just Lewis. It's, Lewis is going to host the uh, the game this week because I don't like hosting the games because I like to be involved in the games. I like to get balls deep in the games, some people might say. So, uh, Lewis, do you want to take it away? We're going to explain to these guys what the random game name 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 game is. Okay, so the random name game name game game. I am going to read out the name of a game. And you have to you have 60 seconds to tell me what the game is what it's about what platform it's on and just try and be funny yeah you probably mentioned these aren't real games these are yeah these are fake games yeah yeah fake game names names. and we're just going to make up whatever the game is going to be around this this name that he's given us give a give a platform (laughs) give a game style or whatever it's going to be and anything you want to throw in to try and get people to buy this game you have 60 seconds ish ish yeah if you're really funny we'll give you longer (laughs) I, I get 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, if but, Ross is doing it. Yeah. 
<laughs> right, okay, then, so that fridge is over. Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, Dave, I, I'm going to go first because uh, I've obviously done this before, so you guys can get an idea. I know, I know, Katie definitely knows about this because she listens. Dave, I don't know if you've heard our podcast before, or at least heard it when we're doing this game. So I think I've never heard this game before, at least. Never heard the game before. Okay, fine. I'm going to go first. You'll hear the idea of it, and then uh, then Lewis can decide who's going to go next. And we'll pop, well, I don't know how many rounds of this will do, but we'll see how entertaining it is. Lewis, have you got the game name, game name, name name, game generator going? I do. And I have the first game name game. Okay. Are we ready? We are ready. Okay. So, Richard. Yes. Your game name, game name, game. Yep. Is Tom Clancy's Caveman of Love. Okay. So this is a dating simulator in which you're a caveman. Only your your cave lady that you've recently dragged into your cave by her hair has been kidnapped by uh, by special forces. So you need to you need you you managed to club one of the special forces guys and you've taken his Sam Fisher style night vision goggles. So now with your night vision goggles and knowledge of the surrounding area, you have to uh, go after them in a stealth mode styly and club each of them over the head until you can get back to your uh, to your cave lady. Uh, this is going to be on the Wii U. Um, it's gonna uh, on the on the tablet, yeah. You Why hold, on the Wii? Because you hold the tablet up, and that's got the night vision on it. Yeah, oh. so, yeah. See, see, you hold the tablet up, but that's got the night vision. Uh, and as you club each special forces member, they'll give you like an additional piece of gear, like flash exactly. flashbang grenades and stuff like that, which you can stuff into your your woolly mammoth pants. Um, nice. And that's it. That's the whole game. That's it. Am I, am I out of time? Yep, you're out of time. <sighs> game of the year. Right, how many how many people would buy that? Would you guys get that? Nah, it's that's shit. What? <laughs> what? You just, what? That's the best I could do. Well, to be fair, that was that was on a Wii, and you didn't use a waggle stick as a club. Oh, I could have used a waggle stick as a club. I, I've only got sixty seconds, man. I'm I'm pumping out shit. As man, that should have been covered you. in the first game meeting. That's that's like bush what? league shit. Jesus Christ, I'm pumping out shit here that's better than Peter Molyneux, man, and you, you're killing me in 60 seconds. All right, fine, just for that. Dave, you can go next. Fine. No, I, no I decide who goes. Oh, I'm sorry, Lewis, who's going next? Dave, you can go next. <laughs> 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 okay, we've all got the idea. Uh, now that one sounds too easy. Okay, Dave. Yes. Your game is... Depressing duck beatdown. Go. Now this was a Chinese bootleg version of of Duck Hunt. <laughs> now the, the, by by the time this came out, the N64 <laughs> was already out, but they were still churning out like SNES games. So you had to get it on this like bootleg SNES game. And instead of a light gun, you basically had to throw your controller at the screen towards <laughs> towards random ducks. Like the thing is, all week. these ducks. All these ducks, they, they weren't like normal ducks. They were kind of like genetically modified ducks that had gone wrong. So like their beaks were inside out. They quacked <laughs> backwards. They were all really messed up ducks. Backwards. Like they, they, you, you need to kill these to basically put them out of a misery. And at the start of it, it seems like you're just a normal hunter. But by the end of the game, you realize, no, I'm, I'm doing God's work here. I'm helping these ducks. I am putting them in a better place. They are, they are constantly in pain from, from the mutations that they have suffered. And and they need to die. It was quite innovative from from the original from the original SNES, but somehow they managed to. It must have been the the, the buttons hitting the screen or something. But the uh, the throwing your control at the screen controls worked quite well. And it, and it came out for like ten million yen 
which is probably not expensive. That's like two pound fifty. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it was a it was a platinum seller. You had like a minute about. <laughs> that was minutes, absolutely brilliant. Two minutes ago, but uh, yeah, we yeah I'd buy that. I'm up for that. Fuck fuck that caveman bollocks. I'll be I'll be getting that. <laughs> Who the fuck made up that caveman bollocks? I don't know. He's some idiot. That was yeah. I'm all up for that. I'm all over that fucking backwards quack shit. Right then, Katie, have you, have you mentally and physically prepared yourself? As best as I can. Okay, good. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Katie, your game name, game name, game is Inept Cannibal Dreamland. Go. Uh, what does inept even mean? Useless. <laughs> Useless. 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 Rubbish. I don't even know what that means. Like you are at this game. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I've written. <laughs> oh, God. Right, uh, give up. right, okay. So this game is like Kirby's Dreamland, but instead you are a rubbish cannibal. Basically, you're a vegetarian. <laughs> uh, it's going to be on the 3DS, and you have to whisper sweet nothings into the 3ds microphone uh just to kind of tempt the the the, the people no the the oh. people you fucking idiot you're a cannibal um to tempt the pe the no the the people no the veg no the people yeah the so tempt, people. yeah the vegetable people so basically you're trying to tempt the poddington peas into bed so you can eat them when they're dreaming so you give them like some sort of acid roofie, uh, and they have some s- weird dream. Uh, yeah, and that's the game. Well done, Katie. You win. I'm not good with thinking stuff up on the spot. I have absolutely fucking shit. <sighs> that's all right. You win. Uh, cool. Rich, your game name, game name, game. Okay. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Rich. Your name game is Wrath or Wrath of the Zamboni Underworld. Go. I don't even know what Zamboni is. Uh, It's one of those things that goes through the ice rink. What? Um, You know, ice rinks. Yeah. Yeah. The things that drive round and basically a ride on smooth down smooth down the ice. Yeah, Wrath yeah. of the Zamboni Underworld. Okay, right. This is basically right, okay. an extreme curling game. So you have got, um, you have got, what have you got? People. So you've got to lie people down. They're comatose or something. They've probably been fed the same roofies as the Poddington Peas. And you have got to curl them from one side of the rink onto, in, in, it's like regular curling, only with, you know, like throwing people. So, uh, the, but with people, you can't just use the regular curling brushes, so you have to use these Zamboni things. So basically, you've got two other people that are using the, uh, the the 3DS, like it's a co-op 3DS game, and they have to sweep their fingers across the thing to drive their little Zamboni things to smooth the ice out, so that your your incapacitated human can slide as far as possible, and, uh, and hit the, the jack thing in the middle. There you go. Is that it? EA going to make like 40 of them. What? Yeah, you- you still had about 15, 15 seconds. 20 seconds okay. left. Uh, no, it's fine. No, no, also, everybody's on fire. <laughs> Melt the ice, moron. Yeah, exactly. That, there's a time-sensitive element to it. What's the problem? 
That last comment sold it to me. Exactly. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Dave, yeah. your game is called Drug Induced Badminton Fortress. Go. Drug Induced? Drug Induced Badminton <laughs> not, Fortress. Not rug induced, it's like a cashmere rug. <laughs> I thought you said drunk. Okay, so this is actually a mod for Team Fortress 2. But uh, the idea, instead of killing each other, you actually fire shuttlecocks filled with methamphetamines <laughs> and heroin <laughs> and like crack cocaine at each other. And the idea is to land them into the opposing team's mouth. And when that happens, they basically go berserk from this cocktail of drugs and start killing their own team members. So you you create all this chaos and sieging each other's castles and fortresses, and then at that point the the winning team is the one who gets the other team all drugged up. But by then, because everyone's drugged up, no one's fighting because everyone's drugged up, and then you just basically have a party and you throw all your really expensive five thousand dollar hats in the air that you bought from opening too many crates. And uh, it's it's a mod that took off quite well, but I don't think Valve wanted to support it too much because you know they don't they don't want to support the, the the whole drug abuse or badminton because badminton's boring as fuck so uh yeah, it, it, it's, it's got a, it's got a niche market <laughs> badminton's boring as fuck that's actually the tagline <laughs> yeah 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 so it's like again it. back of the box badminton's boring as fuck badminton's you, boring as fuck yeah. so we drugged it that's yeah, the tagline the the with heroin <laughs> i don't even know how that would work as like a, a, a delivery mechanism yeah stop talking we're done okay <laughs> <laughs> all right okay fine Katie, uh, I've got some bad news. <laughs> do you want to do another one, or do we uh, do we want Lewis to uh, to do another one in your stead? I'd rather have Lewis in my stead because I just feel like I'm. I don't think you want Lewis in your stead. Betraying L. Like, You're betraying no, L. I, I thought I was the the L in this in this situation. Are you the L in this situation? Uh, I don't know. You're kind of the a mix because. Katie doesn't have a penis, and yep. you have a Welsh accent, so it's like a it's yeah. like a hybrid L. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I got one. Really? Okay. What? No, I've got a game. Okay, a game. It's not fair that you have to do it and pick them. Yeah, it's, it's a bit fair. This one's. Is, this one's, this is Katie one's... gonna do this? Katie, you gonna give it a shot? Right. I'll, or do you just I'll, not? Uh... Are you, do you not enjoy being put on the spot like this? Oh uh, yeah, that's probably me. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's, that's that's cool. I'll just pretend that you're doing it, and then I'll. All right, I'll I'll give you a name then because you can't pick your own name. That's not fair. Yeah, bitch. Oh, for all right, you, you you get save yourself from the vegetarian dystopia. Go. Uh right, okay. So basically, you have to kill as many animals or people because they're not vegetables, uh, and less they're redacted. Um, <laughs> they're redacted because I don't want Ross to beat me. <laughs> um, um, basically, there you, you have to. I can't even remember the name of the game now. Save yourself from the vegetarian dystopia. Oh right, okay. So basically, you have to uh, eat as many uh, animals or people um, in a dystopian environment without being caught by the Stasi. <laughs> um, okay. So your platforms? Your uh, every platform. Mm. What of all time or currently? 
Casio calculator. You you can play it on pretty much anything. Yeah, you can play this on an like, abacus. Yeah, pretty much. That's your time. Is that it? Is anyone yeah. gonna buy that? No, I'm cool with no. that. I'm, I'm all right. I'm I'm fine fine with that. So basically, to That's save it. yourself from a dystopian vegetarian future, you have to go around and defiantly eat as many meat meat swelling things as you possibly can. Yeah, and it, it's the veggie Stasi. The Vajazi. The, the, the Vajazi is... That's a whole different thing. <laughs> oh my God. That's a whole different isn't, thing. Isn't that when you put glitter on, on your... No, your no, no. That's, that's the Vajazi. <laughs> like... And also, you don't put glitter on it. I think it's like more like Diamante-style things. You can't... Well, excuse me, Mr. Fucking Vajazzle. I'm not fucking clued up on this thing. I don't have a vagina. You the fucking word of it, didn't you? It's not like you just open your pants and throw a ball of glitter down there and go, yeah, look at me, fucking Vajazzle. That's what I did in school. Why you sprinkling fucking glitter everywhere. Glitter and herpes are crafty. My balls up. <laughs> PBA, PBA, my balls up. I've blinged my balls up. I just hang like a big clock over. Dunk, dunk them in some glitter. So eighties. Right, look, is that the end? Is that the end of the random game name game name game? Yeah, I, I think that needs to be the end of it. This needs to be the end of everything. This is just like something weirds happened in this podcast now. Right, that is it. That is the end of Ready Player Two nondescript mid forties podcast. I have been Rich. You can find me at Zebwen on Twitter. You can find me at Newbie Five on YouTube. Uh, Lewis, where can people find you? Internet. Just on the internet in general. Yeah, don't don't uh, Twitter me at ilewis87 because um, I'm now a Russian porn star. Really? <laughs> yeah, my ilewis87, a Russian porn, a male Russian porn star. No, female. A female Russian porn star took ilewis87 after you changed your Twitter name. Yeah, honestly, I'm not even cheating you. I'm I'm looking this up. And she's more popular than I am already. Not surprised. She's a Russian porn 4, star. 4,832 followers. Yeah, before you'd even finished that sentence, I was already following her. Holy Jesus. Yeah, exactly. She's got two, she's got two photos. One's a cat and one's a dog. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I am, I am <laughs> disappointed. I've got lots of cat pictures. What the fuck's all that about? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't expect cat pictures from her. No, exactly. That was poor. That was poor show on Twitter. Well, I, I don't know if she is. A... She doesn't even look like a Lewis. She doesn't have a beard. Do you she's know a she's, female. A, she's a porn star or not? Well, no, I'm just guessing. How do you she's know she's a she This, this could just be a normal, normal Russian woman. You can't you just turn her when she's a, a porn Russian star. Woman. How many normal Russian women do you know wear silk dresses and lay on a silk sofa with the... What looks she's like fully clothed. <laughs> she's currently wearing more clothes <laughs> than I am. <laughs> That's something I didn't need to know. Why is she short like, and t-shirt? She's wearing f- full dress. That's, that's, there's no, f- there's not flesh How is showing. Star? The only two pictures of her as a cat. And a, it, it, Lewis, I'm feeling that maybe you're prejudiced to Russian women in general. Yeah, but she's. Full, you've, you've just, you've just killed the Russian woman viewership of this podcast in one swift motion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of her will go away. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tweet her saying, saying Lord. that. You think she's a porn star. This is going to happen again. This is going to happen again. I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to stop the podcast. Katie, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, You can find me at KT1203Es. Don't ask me why. Because I'm weird. How do you think Uh, that's too long? That's it, really. Just Twitter. (laughs) Just on the Twitter. All right. Anything you want to plug or is that pretty much it? (laughs) Uh, That's it for me. Right. Irregular size Dave. 
what would you like to plug? Where can people find you on Twitter and various other places on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Irregular Dave and on YouTube under the name Irregular Dave as well. That's it. That's Very right. straightforward. I'm the only person that's got multiple names because I'm a complete fucking idiot. That is it. That has been mid-range 40s Ready Player 2. With Richard, guests. where can we find you on the internet? You, you can't find me anywhere. That's it. We've been through um, this. Or been I'm, pre- I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure we can find you at uh, Mini Joseph. No, we can't. Shut your stupid face, <laughs> beardy fucking chin. Right, that's the end of it. I'm calling an end to this podcast. Nobody else is allowed to talk, so you can all shut up. This has been mid-range, 40s, Ready Player 2 podcast. Stop talking. Too. Stop talking. <laughs> You're fucking mid-range. You're just... Right, that's... I'm stopping the recording. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.